Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I got a text. He's going to be late. Okay, let's just go without him. Yeah. Today on Alphabetical, money. That's what I want. Hi, welcome to Alphabetical, the only podcast where we examine every Beatle track from 12 to Y. My name is John. My name is Al Adam. My name is Alex. And I am Pete the Retailer. And back to me again, and today we're talking about Monet. Um, you know, that's what I want um, from a long time ago. From, <laughs> count the Monet. Count, that's what I want. <laughs> it's right. Count the Monet. <laughs> Don't get saucy with me, Benets. Um, yes. Yeah. Throw, 1963. Yeah. 63. W slash. W slash. W. W. Slash. Yeah. Can I, can I say, guys, yeah. I, to those listening, mm-hmm. on Pete's intro, he said, money, that's what I want. I'm so used to Pete saying something like, money, open parentheses, mm. that's what I want, close parentheses. <laughs> so I was shocked. I want to uh, call attention to that. Do you want to oh. redo that, Pete? Do you want to redo that? No, no. That? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you remember Boris the Sprinkler? That. <laughs> Uh, Boris the Sprinkler. Yeah, it was a good uh, pop punk kind of uh, oh. post punk band or whatever that they. Yep. One of their albums, I think it was Suck. They did. Uh, um, he did little intros before each. Like he would call out each song, mm-hmm. and and uh, I can't remember what. Like at least one of them on there, he was you had know, a parenthesis. Would pronounce the parentheses in it. Oh well, you're you're growing. I'm a big fan of parentheses in songs. Yeah, because like you are. I'm always interested in why what merits being included in parentheses like what do you really need the stuff you usually don't need the stuff in the parentheses mm. so yeah, i like uh, it's it's a little it's I don't, know, I don't know how related this is but uh i always like the i think british television did this in the 60s like those double titles mm. like what like, a good example like uh one foot in the grave like death, parentheses death by murder like parentheses like the milkman's coming for you. <laughs> That's the worst example oh. ever. But uh, not like 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 death by what was it? Death by oh, death by chocolate. Death by rain or death something like rain that. Rain or oh. this or, or like parenthetical or an or like an aside like, well, a, like uh, how uh, I learned to Doctor Strange right, or right, how right. I learned to stop worrying and love etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Right, so like sort a of a, a sting title, like just a you know like comes in yeah. and then like a parenthesis explaining dream of the blue turtles better. Yes. For instance. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not not to get off of our tangent. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you think there's people who refer to Doctor Strange Love only as how I learned to stop wearing and love the bomb? Because it's like, well, I made my choice. Yeah, either or. Choice of titles, is... and I, I like uh, uh, how I learned to stop wearing and love the bomb. That'd be I, weird for like, like that, uh, sorting your DVD collection. right alphabetically under H. <laughs> alphabetically, I was once talking to someone for ten <laughs> minutes and I didn't know what they were talking about because they kept talking about this movie Doctor Strange Love and I was like, oh, you mean how I learned to stop worrying <laughs> and love the bomb? And he's like, yeah. yeah. So, Side tangent to a tangent. You've you've seen that uh, conversation? Was I think it's a text conversation where, um, somebody like for their project for like a film school uh, or a film class in college. And uh, they have to write about, you know, they were, you know, the guy's te- texting to his friend and he was like, yeah, like, I don't know, like, you know, they, all the themes that they gave us to look for in this movie are just totally like, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not picking up on, like, you know, they, they, you know, laid out all these things and I'm just not getting any of this. It's just like, you know, and his friend is like, no, it's in there, you know, like. It's, I mean, it's not hit you in the face, but, it, you know, it's pretty subtle. Like, what are you what are you confused about? He's like, I don't know. Like, they're, you know, they're asking us to find all this depth in this movie. And it's just like a stupid comedy. It's like stupid comedy. Like, wait, like 
Apocalypse Now is not a stupid comedy. And he was like, yeah, no, wait. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, Pauly Shore is just dumb. And he's like, wait, are you watching In the Army now? <laughs> Starring Pauly Shore instead of Apocalypse Now? Like, he's like, oh, crap. All right, I got to go re- re- start, o- start the paper over. He's like, no, save it and send it to me now. Like, I want to read that paper. So... Wait, mm-hmm. how, did, what, how does that tie in with the parentheses? <laughs> uh, it doesn't. Um, I forgot. Oh, yeah. it's just confusing no, it's one movie with another one. Yeah, yeah. so when, when you were talking about uh, how I learned somebody this. you right. know, talking to you for a half yeah. hour about gotcha. the wrong, wrong movie. Mm-hmm. It's Anywho. a funny story, though. <laughs> Money. Money. Parentheses. Money. How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Close yes. parentheses. Because that's what I wanted. Written by Barry Gordy and Janie Bradford. And possibly Barrett Strong. Yes. yes. The uh, well, Janie Bradford is apparently just kind of a was varying reports on how important she was. She went back and later co-wrote some other songs, but at the time might have just been like a secretary or something and temporary somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Were they temporarily? She was a secretary, then she got upgraded. Once after this, then she was like, "Oh, you want money? Okay, well, we'll give you a different job." Did her other songs contain parentheses? Oh, brackets. She has a big brackets. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. At least in the earlier drafts. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong podcast. <laughs> Buddy Holly in the brackets. Yeah, so what she would do is uh, whenever uh, they'd write a song and then and then uh, Barry Gordy would be like, okay, here, go file the paperwork and she would just put her name as the co-writer <laughs> of the song. <laughs> and then she changed her name to Diana Ross. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, then so uh, um, Barrett Strong, who is the... First re- person to record this. Bad news, Barrett Strong. Yeah. Um, he claims that he did co-write it, and he was... Um, when the song came out, he was listed on the copyright. Then three years later, deleted from the copyright. Then when the copyright was renewed in 1987, his name was back on it. And then a year later, in 1988, his name was taken off of it again. Ugh. And he says he co-wrote it, but they're all... Uh, according to... Uh, you know, Barry Gordy and uh, Janie Bradford, the possibly secretary at the time, it was a clerical error. So, uh, two mm-hmm. against one, Tuttle, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, okay. Wasn't Tuttle the driving ed instructor on uh, Saved by the Bell? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No, that was Buttle. Buttle, no, it had to be Tuttle. Welcome to Alphabetical, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Money. That's this is a famous song. Yep. Yeah, I think everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. It was the first Motown number one, apparently. That's yeah. right. That's what the Barrett brought to uh, Motown. Although the label wasn't called Motown, right? Motown, it was, but it was you know earlier the, incarnation. Yeah, yeah. But it was the same. Fo-town. The basic idea, right? Uh, this closes the album W slash. Yeah, and uh, well, I think that album also opens with a John Lennon number. Does it not? It it won't be long. Is that the first? I think so. Can't think of it off the top of my head. Well, if any, I think that demonstrates how dominant John was at the in the band at that time. That mm-hmm. he had both the opener and the closer, and the closer was kind of they were trying to, I guess, recapture the spirit of Twist and Shout, which closed off right. um, whatever that other first album was they did was. This should have started with like more, Road. more twisting and shouting or something like that. Like <laughs> still parentheses, still yeah. close parentheses, twisting and shouting. I also like when people use parentheses first in the song, like mm-hmm. as you know, even before the title. Mm-hmm. Right. What's like, so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Right. Good or, uh, I got my mind set on you. Is that is I got my mind? And no, uh, I'm thinking of <laughs> the song is just six words long. The song is just is in parentheses. Right. Uh, 
Also, there's yeah. the, the elusive two per, like double parentheses songs, which mm-hmm. I can't Ooh, think of any off double parentheses. Not like nested parentheses. <laughs> oh like, my gosh, uh, that's, that's unprecedented. Right. That we're waiting for the next rock and roll pioneer to do mm-hmm. the next uh, nest. What did you call it? Nested, nested uh, parentheses. Yeah. Nested parentheticals. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of grammar in the show today. <laughs> yeah, I ain't um, down with that. This uh, there are three Motown songs on W slash. You guys oh. know the other two? Oh boy, uh, there's three all together. Three all together. So including money. this, this is the closer. Money, C- open parentheses, etc. Okay. Uh, hmm. po- Mr. Postman, please, yeah. Mr. Postman, please, right. Mr. Postman, please, Postman. comma, Mr. Postman. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, finally, uh, Devil in Her Heart. Is that no. that's a Motown? Is it? No. Um. John, are you cheating by the way? Yeah, it totally is. Totally is. <laughs> what? Uh, money, please, mm-hmm. Mr. Postman. Till there was you. No. Oh, that's a, that's a musical. <laughs> You're cheating, and you got that wrong. You're <laughs> no. looking right yeah. at it. You got to put another. Oh, wait, $2. did we say double in our heart yet? I said yeah, that. No, you said you got to put four dollars in the pot now. Sorry, for cheating <laughs> and still getting it wrong. Wait, wh- wh- what's the question? <laughs> what are the three Motown songs covered <laughs> oh, uh, on W Slash? Motown, uh, Mother Nature's Son, uh, <laughs> Tax Man, and Molly Shannon. <laughs> that is correct. Okay, cool. Uh, you really got a hold on me. Uh, you really got a hold on me. That's right. Uh, of course. Yep. Smokey. And the Bandit. But Dad, it's Smokey. Smokey is, is the, the Bandit. bandit. Oh. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. Right. The Beatles also did this on their uh, audition for Decca records. Right. With is Pete that an Best. anthology? No. Or is it no. not a make the cut of it's a, it's a live version on mm-hmm. anthology. But there you there you can there's bootlegs of the Decca yeah. auditions and you can it doesn't sound as good. They're not quite as confident the production. They're not at their drumming. Yeah, they're not yeah. at their best. Oh they are at their best, that's the problem. Oh. Uh, sorry, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, by Pete, Pete Best, best yeah. yeah. Um, and that version didn't have some luscious piano overdubs by George Martin. Right. I thought it was interesting. They said that, like, George Martin, I think it was in this one, added the piano while they were off touring and stuff. Mm. And I guess this was still early enough where the Beatles probably didn't even have final approval of the, right. like, you know, George Martin. Don't worry about it, boys. I'll, I'll put it on. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'll show them they need me. Lush strings right. and stuff on it. But, uh, <laughs> George Martin and the Beat Brothers. What is it? Oh, no. <laughs> You're getting Sorry, ahead we'll of yourself. Get the, we'll get to that. Uh, speaking of money, there's not too much to say about the lyrics of this song. Why not? Other than because he wants money. Yeah, then that's what he wants, right? Yeah. Is that what you want? Well, no, I was going to... I looked up the net worth of the two surviving Beatles. Oh, boy. Billion. Uh, Should we make this another guessing game? Sure. Yeah, I'm down. Oh, God. I'm net worth. Hold on. Well, I also think it's funny that you had to look up both of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whereas you could probably look up one and then add another 10% and got got (laughs) Um, the other guy. Well, I don't know. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to say... No, this isn't a betting game. Put your money away. We'll save that for... Are we going Price is Right rules? Without going over? Uh, sure. Okay. So we'll start with Sir Paul. Oh, oh I thought you meant cool? combined. No, not combined. Doing, oh, I thought we were doing combined. No, no, individually. Well, well we can add net. them up later. <sighs> let's, do, let's do Paul, Ringo, and then we'll bet on the combined after that. Well, wait, the combined what? is... <laughs> that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I think Paul McCartney... Now, what do you do, sir? Net worth? Net worth. I think Paul McCartney is worth $1 billion wow. on the nose. I'd uh, say $1.6 billion. <laughs> Really? Jeez, I have no concept of money. Um, That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, you should listen to the song. Could I more. convert it to Bitcoin? Well, uh, okay. You know the best yeah, things in life. Or Bitcoins. That you can keep. 
I'm going to say $675 million. Okay. Price is right rules Alex wins because it's $1.2 billion. Ah! Da, 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 da. That's crazy. Where's that money? Where's that money, boys? <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, now, what about Ringo? Ringo? $1.200. Hey, $69. You want to take this outside, Ollie? <laughs> um, well, he's got that Barbara Bach money, too, right? All, like, all say... like caveman royalties just down oh, on Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> it's on TBS all the time. $876 million. Okay. I'm going to say $200 million. I'm going to say $315.7 million. Uh, John wins $350 million. Yeah. <laughs> close. Yeah, isn't that that's crazy that even the poorest of the Beatles is worth more than all four of us combined? Yeah, billion. How does that? Can you well, the dead Beatles probably being worth a billion dollars. Yeah, like how? Like how would he must Paul McCartney must have no conception of money? Like no, yeah, virtually anything he want he can he wants he can get. Yeah, can he? The best things in life. Love. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what's the limit you can take out at the ATM? (laughs) I don't think you even have you make your own bank when you have that much money. Probably like, owns the bank. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Can I pay for this in Beetle Bucks? Like, what? Like, I don't know. It's just made it up. Yeah, and his ranch. He's got his own beetle beetle money. <laughs> right. Which is made from real beetles. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. That's crazy. Sir Paul, if you're yeah. listening. We could use some money. Good job. Right. If you'd That's like what to, we want. If you'd like to underwrite alphabetical, uh, drop a, you know, won't be a drop in the bucket for you, but we'd appreciate it. How much, let me ask around the table, how much would Paul McCartney have to say to have us stop doing the podcast? What do you mean? If he was like, Paul McCartney's like, hey, lads, I'm sick of you doing this podcast and bashing me all the time. Here's a check for yeah. you to stop. Write whatever amount. Really? Four hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I don't know. Well, I need no, enough no, money no, no, to buy a new laptop. Think about it. He's no, worth no. one point two billion. Yeah. Right. No. We got to come out we with a crazy a number. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Started uh, a million. Oh Doesn't wow. Doesn't mean anything to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm. I'm with started you. Started a million. Yeah. Because he'd be like, million. That's like a candy bar, right? And we'd be like, yeah. And yeah. Like, okay. Each. But, <laughs> but now do we? We split it equally four ways. Right? Well, hold on. Because that's that's where because you know. No, we got. I mean, me and Pete handle editing duties yeah, and stuff. You know, so that's duties. that's a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, were the seeds of alphabeticals. They never got planted. Although Alex does write the copy. That's true. I've got this uh, New York lawyer who's going to be coming in and uh, representing. (laughs) I was going to have my my, uh, father-in-law do it. Is that okay? (laughs) (laughs) My father-in-law is going to do it. Then Pete and Adam started recording parts for the podcast and just putting them in in post. Uh, so I mean, this song was probably not included in the Rolling Stone thing because it's cover, right? We, we right. established they don't have covers in there, so right. the money it's still rolls over. That's got to be you put that in the bank, right? It's getting interest. Um, I think it's still in the case. <laughs> Did you use it for something? Did no, you use it for more Altoids? <laughs> <laughs> um, I invested it in Altoids. Um, can I ask you guys uh, sure. your personal opinion? Uh, do you prefer this version? I just I kind of like the energy on the Anthology One version. Uh, well, let's let's break into that. Let's turn that into a discussion of uh, ratings. I don't know. Well, Alex already just gave me a disapproving look on that. Mm. He hates me so much. I I, you, I just hate your opinions. <laughs> <laughs> you got to separate the art from the artist. Yeah, it's not uh, personal. Isn't, um, it? isn't it? I also prefer the anthology one version. Oh, how you like that, Alex? You guys are nuts. There's more energy in that, and it's it's not. Oh, is, um, it, is the tempo a little faster? Yeah. 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 And it's a little, it's a little rougher, a little rawer, and it's kind of the way this song should sound. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, 
I mean, the, the album's got a lot of parts, but it's it's slowed down a little bit. So I can't believe I'm going to give the song five stars, and I'm still going to get my balls busted for not liking the right version of it. <laughs> You're going to give it five stars? Really? Yeah. For oh, five stars. You know we're talking about the money. W that, slash version, right? I not think that's the, fantastic. Not the anthology oh. version? I think John Lennon's vocals, he rips it up, though. Oh, I, I, I really love yeah, it. I don't like this. Someone song. needs to buy you a copy of Anthology 1. <laughs> Someone. Wait, so I am getting my balls busted for giving something five stars. No, I, I, you I know, it's just by. not by us. Not by us. I'm just, just saying I, I, I disagree. I don't like the, I think they right. sapped all the energy out of this song. And you blame George Martin putting all the lush piano on it afterwards? It's, it's not no. personal. You're just wrong, and we hate you. <laughs> hey, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, I can't argue. I just think by the time they got around to recording this, all the all the energy, all the love they had for it, all the energy, you know, that they had playing it live and stuff was gone, and it was just kind of rote and and I don't know. Was the anthology one? Do you know what the difference was in terms of? Because I think most of their things were recorded like in the same session, so. Right. No, I think this is. I, I thought, thought it was a live, a live version. version. Yeah. Oh, so it's a live one. It's not. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not another studio one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a live version. I heard the BBC live one. Yeah. Maybe that's the one I was thinking of. Um, I don't think it's the same one. Hang on, let's see. Disc one. That being said, I'm not going to change my vote. I still think uh, this song is terrific. And we're not going to change our uh, opinion of you. It doesn't say. Good. Oh, tracks 30 that. through 34 recorded live at the. Carla Plan Studio, Plan Studio in Stockholm, Sweden. Woo! October Swedish 1963. So you think they were energized by the, the notoriously Swedish. raucous yeah. Swedish audience? Oh, yeah. And all the yeah. hot chocolate they yeah. probably had. And the glug. Pick up the temper. That's the Swedish George Martin. Mm. <laughs> playing his piano. Right. With his, <laughs> those human hands, even though he's a puppet body. <laughs> right. <like> very strange. <laughs> <laughs> Can All I right. Put piano I like you again, Alex. That was Thank good. You. <laughs> My charm. Um, okay, so I give it five. What are you guys going to uh, say though? Yeah, it really, it's one of those things that bothers me because it's you know they're they're sucking the soul out of a song that has soul. You know, I I toyed with going really low on it, but I'm not. Oh, I'm not wow. going to. I'm, I'm probably going to go two and a half. So, but you would give the live one five. Five alive. Don't know. Drive. Um, <laughs> No, I, I like it better, but it's still not, you know, it's still not great. Huh. Um, and, you know, when it comes to covers, I, I'm, I'm being a little more, you know, harsh, especially if they, you know, if they don't inject it with their own gravy, beetle gravy, if they don't take it a level higher, which I don't <laughs> think they did on this. I, I do like John singing on it. I like, um, you know, despite the, the fact that I like the anthology version better, I do like, you know, George Martin's piano bits, but, uh, which is a delicious breakfast cereal. <laughs> It's bits of his piano on <laughs> Ivory mushrooms. Both the ebony and the ivory keys. Oh. Mm. Together in this nutritious breakfast. Um, but yeah, uh, two and a half. Two and a half. I'm beginning to, I'm beginning I to play, I wonder if I watched the Pauly Shore movie and you guys are talking about a different <laughs> song than I did. In the Army Now is a great movie. That's though. what I, I used want, to rent it buddy. all the time. <laughs> Lori Petty Oof. in all her short-haired glory. Really? Hey, man, Biodome, yeah. Biodome. The only, the only problem is it's also got Andy Dick, but it's also got David Allen Greer, and he's great in it. Sure. Because right. they join as water filtration experts. Uh, Andy Dick was funny. I really uh, do enjoy that movie. Apparently. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> well, anyone else want to get way in with their numbers? Uh, I'll go in a three. Three? Yeah, I, you know, parts of it, I, I, Lennon, I love his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has energy in some places. Got some. I like Paul on the backup vocals too. Backup vocals. The end, he says, "That's what I want." He does right. that thing at the end. Yep. 
But uh, yeah, is it just Paul on backup? Is George? It's probably, probably George too. I feel like I hear Paul more though. Yeah. Mm. But mm. so yeah, three. Well, yeah. you know, a little, little pep sauce needed, I think. Maybe <laughs> pep yeah. sauce to go with those uh, piano flakes. What were they? Piano bits. Piano bits. Piano Nutritious <laughs> harmony. Yeah. Um, I'll go with four. 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 We're all four. over the map. I'd be like three, three point five, but you know, I'll put a little for the live ver- the version I really enjoy. All right. Okay. And Alex gave it a five. Man, when's the last time we had a song in the Hall of Fame? It's been a while. It's been, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, other versions? Uh, I have one. Go okay. for it. Uh, the Flying Lizards. Ooh. No, I thought you guys would know that one. It's uh, no. kind of um, it's from like 1979, I think. It's vaguely new wavy, but it's the, the woman who sings it sings it in a kind of very oh. deadpan Oh, okay. She has a yeah, slight, yeah, yeah. like, Russian-sounding accent yeah, or something. Yeah, I know that one now, now that I think about it. The music is very sparse oh, and kind of mechanical-sounding. Yeah. <laughs> terrific. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's much better than the Beatles one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I also gave that one five stars, so oh, nice. uh, I like them both equally, although they're very different. But I, uh, I can't remember which version they used for Tiny Toons. Tiny Toons used to have their t- Toon TV segment where they had yeah, music yeah. videos. It's how every kid found out about They Might Be Giants, pretty much. Right. But no, they, that was a, yeah. a, a, an original by Montana Max. Yes. <laughs> Sung. Wait, it's yeah. the voice actor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Tanny, awesome. Tanny Cooksey as... Uh, that's beautiful. I need to go yeah. back and find it. Wait, did you have that? Because uh, I, I didn't I, write it. I just I remembered saw it. it. I watched the video for it just uh, researching this. I didn't write it. Well, uh, I had three. If you include that one, I have three novelty versions hmm. that are worth mentioning, but not not my favorites. That I have a, uh, <laughs> Those Tiny uh, Tune episodes Tiny are the tunes, best. You know, the, the Montana Max one. Uh, John Belushi did this for the Animal House soundtrack. Wow. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. Which, nobody really talks about the Animal House soundtrack. Is no. it, it's not in the movie, is it? I don't. I don't think so. That's probably how I know it talks about the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a precursor to like the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Very much like if you listened to, if you played it for me and said, oh, those are the Blues Brothers, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't argue with the person. No, no. it's Don Belushi solo. <laughs> like, no, this is in the Army Now soundtrack. <laughs> um, also, Josie and the Pussycats from the movie. Oh, with what's her name? Yeah. Ro Ro. Who? Rosario Dawson was. Oh, uh, yeah. What did you call her? Roro? Roro? Not Rodaw? No. <laughs> but what's the. Who's the, the main girl? Rodaw. Uh, Ta- uh, Reed. Tara Reed. No, that's no, the other one. No, she's the drummer. And uh, uh, I forgot who. She, she's all that. You, this is your brain on drugs. Rachel Lee Cook. Thank you. Yes. Mm. She, um, she's very pretty. The, all three were very pretty. But they also did their own version, which was, you know, it's, it's fun. It's a, it was a little uh, kind of. You know, girl, girl rock sounding like uh, maybe a little bit of a Runaways vibe there. It's nice. not great, but it's interesting. Hmm. But the one that I liked the most was by Mandre or Mandre. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. There's how an accent on the E. Mandre the it's giant. Like Andre with an M <laughs> at the beginning. So, but so I'm not sure if it's Mandre or Mandre. But what does it sound like? It's like a soul funk version that just totally it's, it doesn't sound a lot like any of the rock versions that I heard. So it's like a weird kind of you know. They kind of deconstructed it a bit and made it made it funky. Hmm. Um, so I like that one a lot. I also I thought um, I was reading about it on the internet and people were talking about. I think it's funny that the Beatles were, especially particularly John Lennon, were very kind of nakedly uh, admitting that they kind of, much like the Ruddles, were only in it for the money. Mm-hmm. 
Is that, was that the? No, no, it's Frank all, Zappa who's only oh, in there for that. Well, oh, right, all right. you need is cash. Ruddles, right. all you needed all is they cash. All they needed was cash. But, you know, there's that when John Lennon was being interviewed when they first got to America, and they're like, oh, will you sing for us? And he's like, oh, no, we need money first. And, <laughs> and uh, like, I guess at this point, they kind of thought, like, this is as big as they were going to get. So, like, they just wanted to rake in as much money as quickly as possible before the right. whole Beatles thing wilted. Of course, they had no idea they'd be around for another right. seven years yeah. and that Paul McCartney would be a... 1.2 billion. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much... Does it say how much Yoko is worth? 1.3 billion. I don't know. Yeah. Because uh, no one... Tons. Do Look that up, Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look that up. How was your day, Alex? Good. Well, so wait. So more about the money thing. So then apparently when they thought the Beatles thing was going to stay around, that's when Paul McCartney did Can't Buy Me Love. Because it's like, see, it's not all about money. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's a follow. that seems a little a little corny. But uh, according to this, the same site where I got all this. So who knows, you know. But uh, Yoko Ono net worth $500 million. Wow, that's it? Mm-hmm. More than Ringo? More than Ringo. Less than half of Paul. Huh. Mm-hmm. There you go. And then again, the whole discussion about this. What's the what's the status of that? Did she did she sell things to Sony? I, I, I don't know. No, I, I think the, the I think thing. she still gets the uh, they get royalties. I think no matter what. Do you know who owns the songwriting? Uh, I think it is that it's like this weird Sony conglomerate, Sony. right? Man, well, so that's I think Paul McCartney ironically got a lot of his money from buying the songwriting. From publishing royalties of other, stuff. yeah, like right. he owns the whole Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly catalog and right. a whole bunch of. So it's ironic that well, that's you know. the, the story goes. He was making money off of that, yeah, and then told Michael Jackson, he's like, "Oh, you know, the real money's in publishing. You should buy yeah. some songs." And he's like, "Okay." And then the next time he saw Michael Jackson, he's like, "Hey, Paul, I bought your song." And he's all giggling about <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> uh, um, so uh, speaking of Beatles history, I had a I I, I want to try to do this more often uh, today in Beatles history. Today in Beatles history. Woo! Today, in 1969, the Beatles cartoon was canceled. No. No. That's it for Beatles history. (laughs) Beatles history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Um, Hmm. How to get to the next track. Oh. uh, How to get to... uh, um, Where would you take someone on a date? (laughs) Where would you take the director of Transformers uh, at night? Um... (laughs) I thought you said what job? What job? If, you know, if the yeah, director of Transformers go. had to get a job, if he had to get another job to supplement <laughs> his income. What would you call that? <laughs> um, I would call that Moonlight Bay, which is um, the the provenance of which we'll be discussing. I don't know how it made it on this list, but we'll be talking about it uh, on. Wednesday here on the Alphabetical. Everybody, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. We're Alpha Beatles. Um, give us a review on iTunes and come back and check us out on Wednesday. I like how you had to look up what day the next episode was. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> it's that damn Hitler time machine. <laughs>